People often think of Shabbat and Yom Tov as much the same. Uh, most of the things we're not allowed to do on Shabbat, we're not allowed to do on Yom Tov. There are some exceptions. So we tend to see uh, Yom Tov as a kind of day like Shabbos with the same kind of laws. We make Kiddush and we go to Shul and Davin and there are a whole lot of things we can't do. Uh, and yet they're very, very different. And even the things we can't do on Yom Tov, which are the same as things we can't do on Shabbat, are for completely different reasons. And this is a great example of where we understand the philosophy of the Torah from the Halachot, not the other way around. We don't first work out the philosophy and then apply the Halachot. The Halachot have to be understood and applied using uh, Talmudic and methodology and halachic methodology. And then once we have clarity about the what, what is it that we're meant to do, exactly what is it that we're meant to do, and what is it that we're meant not to do, then from that we can extrapolate the why and extract the why. And uh, as we do in the Matmoni, mine the why, search for the why and, and understand it. So if we look at the halachot of Shabbat and Yom Tov and we understand their differences, we'll understand the essential, the quintessential difference between Shabbat and Yom Tov. And Al-Gemara on Daf Kavchet Amudbet mentions in, in passing, after discussing questions um, around whether we can, uh, for example, sharpen a knife on Yom Tov, which we're going to need to slaughter an animal or to cut meat. So those malachot that are necessary in order to eat cooking and baking and even slaughtering an animal we're allowed to do on Yom Tov, although on Shabbat, of course, we're not. The Gemara is discussing what about what we call machshire or nefesh, things which are not directly done in order to prepare food, but to facilitate the preparation of food. And the Gemara then says, We come to the disagreement between Rabbi Yehud and Rabbonin, where we learn in a b'raisa, Ein bein Yom Tov l'shabbat ela ochel nefesh bilvad, the Chachomim, the authors of the Bryce, say that there's no difference between Shabbos and Yom Tov from a halachic perspective, excepting ochel nefesh, things that you need in order to eat. Rabbi Yehuda matir af ochel nefesh, but Rabbi Yehuda goes further and says, even something which you need to facilitate food preparation is also permitted on, on Yom Tov. In order to understand the unique nature of Yom Tov, uh, let's learn a few paragraphs from the Rambam in Hilchut Yom Tov, first parak Halachah Dalit, Hey and Vav. So the Rambam starts off by saying, "Kol melachashi chayavim aleha b'Shabbat imusata b'Yom Tov shelod atzurach achila loke." On Shabbat, the first difference is that on Shabbat, if you do something that we're not permitted to do, and it's something mentioned in the Torah, one of the Lametet Melachot one of the 39 forbidden activities or their derivatives, the, the, the punishment, if one were to have done it in front of people and, and with proper warning and with proper evidence and so on, uh, that's a capital offense. The, 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 the punishment is death. Not so if one uh, does the same thing on Yom Tov, although it's also an Isodorite, it's forbidden in the Torah, but then the punishment is Malkos uh, and, not, and not Mita. And if one has done a melacha which is needed for eating, then that's mutah, that's permitted. Chutz min excepting carrying and lighting fires, which are permitted even if they're not for the purpose of eating. Since one's allowed to carry on Yom Tov for the purposes of, of eating, the Chachomim extended that to include all carrying, 
since one's entitled to light a fire to cook, the Chachamim extended that to all to all cases of lighting a fire. Um, and and so what we have with Yom Tov is we know the Torah says that everything is is also that the Melachot of Shabbat are also on Torah on Yom Tov as well. They're prohibited on on they're prohibited on Yom Tov as well, excepting for those that are needed for food preparation, and the Torah leaves it to the Chachamim, to the rabbis of the times, to be able to determine what exactly is excluded in that provision. What do we consider, Ochel Nefesh, and how far does that go? And that's an example of the Machloket Rabbi Yehuda and Chachamim that we have, that the way they differ as to whether it applies also to Machshire Ochel Nefesh, to things which are facilitate food preparation but are not directly food preparation. The Rambam then goes on to say, Those melachot, which if one did it before Yom Tov, <coughs> in order to prepare the food, would not have resulted in any deterioration of the food or any financial loss, um, then we don't do them on Yom Tov. We do them Erev Yom Tov, and they're not permitted to be done on Yom Tov, even if they are for the purposes of eating. And why did the Rabbon and why did the rabbis prohibit Actions which inherently are permitted on Yom Tov, it's just that they could be done before Yom Tov. In case a person will postpone, he'll procrastinate on all sorts of food preparation that he could have done before Yom Tov, he lands up doing on Yom Tov itself. And the result will be he'll be doing something which is permissible, he's cooking, but he'll spend his entire Yom Tov in the kitchen cooking. Um, and not enjoying Yom Tov, an important part. So we see from here that a really important part of Yom Tov is to be available to enjoy it, and particularly with with uh, achila and shtia, um, eating and drinking, which is the way people enjoy their, each other's company. When we get together in, in every culture and in every period of history, when people get together, it's around food. Uh, they enjoy a meal together, and that facilitates their conversation and their connection. It's very seldom and difficult to just get together for the sake of getting together and not do anything that is a common experience. And food is certainly a, a common experience, which is what we encourage on, on Yom Tov. Um, in the next Salah Vav, the Rambam asks an important question. So, Hotza'ah, carrying, is something which we could have done before. You could get everything you need for Yom Tov in the right place where you're going to need it. You could have transported it before Yom Tov. Why have they given us this blanket heter, this blanket permission to carry? And answers the Rambam, It's so that we shouldn't feel that our movement is restricted and that our ability to do the things we need to do is restricted. So here we see another dimension. The one dimension of Yom Tov is eating and drinking, having meals together. Uh, and you see from the fact that, that food preparation is permitted that we're meant to have meals together, not just with our immediate family, but with friends or with people who need company or people who need a, a place to, to have a Yom Tov or to eat a meal. Uh, we're meant to expand our circles on Yom Tov, unlike Shabbat. Um, on, on Yom Tov, we're meant to expand our circles and to have a lot of people at the table over Yom Tov. That's part of what we're meant to do. That's the one dimension. The second dimension is freedom. 
the Torah does not want us to feel restricted to our homes. Uh, again, we need to go. We want to go to each other's homes, and we want to be able to carry in order to go to each other's homes to take gifts and send gifts, as the Rivet mentions. Uh, it would be difficult to do that. You don't want to accept an invitation to somebody and you can't take them anything um, as a gift for, to say thank you. And so the Chachomim allow all forms of carrying to give us that sense of freedom. So that's the second dimension. The third dimension is mentioned in the Magid Mishnah, uh, in a very important commentary of the, um, on the Rambam, one of the earliest commentaries on the Rambam. And he says, that what's forbidden on Yom Tov is Melechet Avodah, different from Shabbat. So again, on Shabbat, there's a desire for our movement to be restricted. We can learn from this Rambam, the fact that the Rambam says on Yom Tov our movement shouldn't be restricted, we can learn from there that on Shabbat, the Torah does want our movement restricted. It doesn't, the Torah doesn't want us walking too far and going around to friends. That's not the purpose of Shabbat. Shabbat is to be focused. Shabbat is to be in one place. Shabbat is not to be extremely social. The purpose of Shabbat is really to create an atmosphere of Kedushah, of, of Limud Torah, of studying the Torah, of talking in matters of Torah. We're not even allowed to talk about things that we don't talk about during the week. Uh, certainly not allowed to do things that we're not allowed to do during the week, as we discussed in the Matmonium last week. Um, so on Shabbat there's focus, whereas and on Yom Tov there's expansiveness. On Shabbat we're focused at home. On Yom Tov we socialize and we go to other people and we and, and we interact with people. But the the next dimension, the third dimension, first one is um, that we um, uh, the, the first one is that we have to be able to eat and drink. The second one is we need to have freedom of movement. And the third one is that we don't do melechet avodah. Unlike Shabbat, where we don't do melechet machshevet, on Shabbat we're not allowed to do those things that involve design um, in, in the work that we do. On Yom Tov it's different. The issue, the things that are prohibited are melechet avodah, chores, labor, things that are, that are hard work. Kolel explains the Magid Mishnah. That means things that are forbidden on Yom Tif are things that you would normally hire someone to do. And this is to remind us that we used to be hirelings, that we used to be servants, we used to do those things, but on Yom Tif we don't do things that you hire people to do. We only do those things which you would do yourself in any event, even if you had servants. And that gives us that sense of freedom. So Yom Tif is really about freedom, freedom of movement, freedom to socialize, freedom to give and receive gifts, freedom to be at each other's tables, uh, and freedom not to do the chores that one might have to do it at other times of the year. That's what Yom Tov is, whereas Shabbat is not about freedom. Shabbat is about Kedushah and about focus and about being grounded and, uh, and concentrating on that which can help create an atmosphere of, of sanctity. So although on the surface Yom Tov and Shabbat, from the perspective of what we're not allowed to do, might look quite similar, we see in fact that there's no similarity, there's no similarity at all. The, the reason we're not allowed to do certain things on Shabbat is to focus us on, on Shabbat. And the reason we're not allowed to do certain things on Yom Tov is to give us a sense of simcha and of freedom and of joy.